Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I hope you had a great weekend and hope you listened to my interview with Dr. David Spiegel. We touched all about hypnosis and the clinical applications around it. And Dr. David Spiegel has a ton of experience around this, over 40 years of research and clinical um, applications for hypnosis, uh, such as sleep, stress, weight management, peak performance in sports, which really drew my attention. And so if you haven't listened to it, it's a, it's a great interview. Dr. David Spiegel, definitely check that out. We also talked about his Reverie app where you can do sort of your own self-directed um, hypnosis and it doesn't take that long. Um, I'm going to start using it soon and I'll let you know how that goes. So um, really enjoyed meeting Dr. David Spiegel. So check it out if you haven't already. And today I'm going to touch on a study. <clears throat> I know you guys enjoy that. The title of this one is Intermittent Fasting and Protein Pacing Are Superior to Caloric Restriction for weight loss and visceral fat loss. So um, the study compared intermittent fasting and protein pacing. And protein pacing is pretty much just having 20 to 40 grams of protein per meal and prioritizing it for each meal. Um, so a little bit of a higher protein intake versus uh, maybe a little bit of a less, which is done with a heart-healthy caloric restriction diet. So they compared intermittent fasting and a protein pacing diet versus heart-healthy caloric restriction diet. And they matched energy intake and physical activity. Um, and they compared body weight, total and visceral fat mass, cardiometabolic health outcomes in adults with obesity. It wasn't a long study, uh, eight weeks. So, you know, obviously take it with a grain of salt, but eight week study. And it pretty much the, the group with intermittent fasting and protein pacing resulted in greater reductions in weight. Uh, both total and visceral, and uh, also um, and their desire to eat, which I thought was interesting. Also, an increase in fat-free mass percent as well, compared with caloric restriction. So, yeah, um, interesting that um, not totally surprised here that uh, intermittent fasting combined with uh, prioritizing protein uh, compared with just doing caloric restriction. Um, there was an optimize. You you were able to optimize weight loss, body composition, cardiometabolic health, and hunger management. And uh, you know the intermittent fasting with the uh, protein pacing provided those greater benefits. Now, um, with the fasting group, I'll just talk a little bit about some of the nuance th th within the study. Um, <clears throat> and as far as like the macronutrient counts, um, the heart healthy caloric restriction group. Um, took intake of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, uh, liquid plant oils, and minimal intakes of processed foods. Um, so they, you know, sugars and salts and alcohol and things like that. 65% carb intake, 20% fat, and 15% protein. In comparison to the intermittent fasting approach, where they used, um, essentially what they did is one, the two, the, the, the type of fasting they did here was they did normal eating for five days. And then, um, for 
two of the days they did the fasting day where they would drastically reduce calories to like less than 500. So nothing I've actually ever really done is like, I've never really done a five, two. You could try that. Some people really enjoy that where they eat normally for five days and then they do two days of, of fasting. Um, and those two days of fasting are more so just very low caloric intake, like less than 500 calories. It, it, it says in here, 20 to 25% of their energy needs were, was scheduled for the fasting days and the and other days were combined as far as macros, 35 to 45% carb. So a little bit less carb intake than the, than the, the heart healthy caloric restriction was 65%. And then 20 to 30% of fat intake, which was about what they did for the other one. And then 30 to 35% protein for that, for the intermittent fasting protein pacing group. So they doubled the amount of protein um, for the individuals that were doing the schedule fasts along with, um, uh, just normal eating and protein pacing as they call it. So <clears throat> essentially I think there's some conclusions to come from this study. I mean, granted it was just eight weeks, um, but it did have effects, positive effects on body composition, cardiometabolic and hormonal and hunger responses for the individuals who, um, for a couple of days did, did some fasting and then the rest ate normally, but prioritized protein. And I think, you know, one of the things to take from that is, is the importance of prioritizing protein, um, you know, not only for, you know, not only for satiation, but also for, you know, to avoid sarcopenia, muscle loss and things like that. So it obviously played a positive role in body composition as well. Um, so I think, the thing to take from this is, you know, as far as whatever, if you do do fasting, um, uh, you know, let's just say you're doing a 16, eight fast and you're having an eight hour eating window. Um, really want to make sure that, you know, I would have two, even three meals of 20 to 40 grams of protein for those meals. So you can get in your protein amounts. Um, cause we can, we see how it, this, this plays such a positive role, um, in body composition and cardiometabolic health as well. So, um, I think that's the big thing to take from this. I mean, it was a short, fairly short study and, um, but you know, uh, if you, um, you know, do the, you know, combined a, a little bit of fasting with some, with prioritizing protein, I think that's important. And just, if you're just doing like one meal a day, I think it's tough to do that. So that's why I always, you know, I did two meals a day for a while. Now I've actually added in a third because I was having trouble getting in you know, for me, if I want to get in about 150 to 170 grams of protein a day, it's tough to do that in one meal or even two. Um, so just keep that in mind. I think that's the main conclusion to take from this study. Again, it's just one study. And, and I, as I was looking, the individual who put on the study, there was a few people, but um, he actually has a whole like program slash book around this protein pacing. I guess it's just another way of, you know, marketing himself in the sense that, you know, protein pacing is pretty much just prioritizing protein with each meal. Uh, and it's just his way of, of doing that. But that, that was, that was the study that was funded by, um, a company called Isogenics, if you ever heard of them. So, um, that's all I wanted to touch on the day. thought this would be interesting. Um, just showing you that, you know, intermittent fasting and protein pacing provided greater reductions in most of the outcomes compared with just restricting calories, um, and over this eight, eight, eight week weight loss period. So, 
Um, I will put a link in the show notes so you can read more about the study and dig deeper if you'd like, but I thought this would be advantageous for you to hear. So hope this helps and have a great rest of the week. And I will talk to you on Friday. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.